Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Coffee Club Podcast. This is episode 71. Starting off, we have a couple of bean shout-outs. Thank you very much for sending them in. First, we have them from Mitchell, sending them in from Press House, who I believe he works for them, I'm going to guess. Or maybe he just ordered them. Hard to tell. But he sent us a nice little selection, which we haven't cracked into yet, but we're very excited to. And he also offered us a new nickname for Ollie's favorite, Charles Hicks, which is Chick Hicks. Chick Hicks. Which I didn't get the reference. References from Cars. It's quite good, actually. I, I, think, think, I like it, yeah. Yeah. His name I think is we can make it stick. Chick Hicks. Well, I see. I had, I had Charles Hickey um, on, oh, my, on my list as well, which was a bit cheeky. Yeah. It's a bit of a cheeky Chavez. Uh, but I like... I like that. I like it's a bit. It's a bit different. We're getting to a different uh, area there. So, what are the characteristics of the of Chick Hicks? The mustache mostly. Yeah. This is, but which is so. I think you're gonna have to grow a mustache, Charles. <laughs> if we see Charles grow a mustache, then we we get the all clear, the green light to call him that name. Yeah, I mean, speaking of mustaches, we should probably just address it straight away. Drew Bosley's mustache, <laughs> yes or no? I saw it in person, very close up. Honestly, it's not terrible. I don't mind it, but it does look like he's he's it just. It's really dark. It's dark. It's too dark. Yeah, he dies. Too dark he dies it. I, oh, he dies it. Yeah. Oh, that he, makes he, sense. He's dyed it black. I think he dyes his hair blonde, like more blonde, and then he dyes his mustache that, more dark. That I would rather him dye his a lot of questions. blonde and then his hair blonde. I think that that answers cool. a lot of questions that I I'm, had. I'm all for it. You like it? I, I I would like a mustache a different shade of color, but I'm all for the mustache. In the words of of Woody, right before the race, the idea is to look. Is the idea is to just be as outrageous as possible. I do like that. Really <laughs> I, I do like that. Uh, but did you guys see his quote that he gave to Let's Run about the mustache? After? Apparently it was a really good quote. I didn't get to read it. But I, I, I didn't love it just because it really confused me. I was like, I think you're overthinking this one. He's, he is from NAU. I think because this is, this is the <laughs> so thing. So he's never overthought anything. <laughs> no, but as soon as he gets asked a question about the mustache, everything just floods through well, his head. The reason I said that is because, I mean, we love Drew Bosley, but this seemed like he was trying to pull just a big Mike Smith-ism. Like, this, <laughs> this sounded like Mike Smith was like entering his body, but he's just not quite there because he said, the quote, this is paraphrasing because I would not do justice the actual quote, but he said, if you look next to you on the start line and you see someone with a mustache, you can tell that they got nothing to lose. And if they got nothing to lose, they got nothing to fear. And so I was just like, oh, I think you're thinking a little bit too deep. Like if I see someone with a mustache on the start line next to me, I'm like, oh, cool mustache. Yeah. I'm not Either like that. Oh, I think, oh, hey, Joe, how you doing? Yeah. It's just Joe Clucker. It's in just the Joe Clucker. I'm not thinking, wow, this guy really has nothing to lose. Yeah. He's a fucking psycho. I did see Drew's mustache and think, oh, you're a Drew Clucker, uh, Joe Clucker fan. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, from the perspective of just outrageousness on the track big fan of that so yeah, big fan <laughs> so support. and it clearly works it does work yeah i mean he's running on real times so shout out to drew i mean 736 collegiate record take that yard take that yard you you got you got nothing yard you're washed <laughs> yeah. should i just mention that exactly what i said was gonna happen happen did you predict that i predicted that yard was gonna well not necessarily pace but that drew was gonna get Oh yeah, you did the record it with Yard in the race, but that Yard was gonna beat Drew. You did predict that. I mean, that's a pretty soft prediction. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's still true. a prediction. It still worked. It came came true. So we'll get to that. Though. Yeah, we'll get to that. So thank you, Mitchell, for sending those beans. And then we also have wh- who are these beans from? So lovely fella came up to me uh, during the meet in Boston and gave me these beans. So he's his, his favorite. His team. Uses what's these the beans. What's the company? Heritage um, is the company. I th- uh, Pilot I think- Coffee Roasters. The Sorry, the blend is Heritage. 
Pilot Coffee Roasters, Toffee, Milk Chocolate, and Creamy. Yeah, we I think it was cream. a guy who went to school in Boston, but he was from Canada. Yes, yeah. These these beans are from Canada. These somewhere. are from uh, yes. I can't remember. There, what there's a bit in French. Must be Canada. Then. Must be Canada. Then you might have to hit us with a DM and remind us where they're from. But um, thank you very much for coming up, Toronto. 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 Checks out the six. Yes, that's where Drake's from. Fun fact. And Justin Knight. So these are, these are drunk by Drake. Yeah, probably. <laughs> drunk by Drake. <laughs> drunk by Drake. I was like, I was trying to. That was a bit of a. That's not a tongue twister, but I like it. Drunk by Drake. Um, don't get dunked by Drake. But <laughs> thank you very much. Um, Dude, really oh, you should it. release a rap song. <laughs> yeah, just nah, keep going. My brain, my brain's firing too too quickly for this podcast. Uh, but in general. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you guys are in for a treat today. Um, but in general, yeah, thank you so much for coming out and bringing these beans. It's really nice to see that, like, when we said, oh, we'd love to get beans from fans again, that the fans just swarm in with uh, all these great options that we can uh, really enjoy. And we're very, very thankful for it. So thank you very much. And for everyone who's in our DMs, we're still working out if we're going to get a PO box or not. I, I just don't know if it's, like, worth it. Yeah, it's. I think we people definitely understand that. we a bit hesitant to give our address out just purely for the fact of privacy reasons. But... Um, PO boxes are very expensive that we just found out. We well, thought they wouldn't they're be more expensive than I thought that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably the way to say it. I wouldn't it. say necessarily they're very expensive, more expensive than I thought. And then I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know if we're, we're at that stage yet. Maybe but, we can um, just hope that we get given enough beans at meets and then we shout them out. And then it's more like, because uh, that's yeah. also very cool. A little more personal. A bit more personal. We get to meet meat. the people that actually gave us the beans and we can. they might have a story behind them and yeah. all that sort of stuff. So yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll work on it, but um, I'm sure we'll have any updates if we do ever ever, ever end up getting commit a to the box. PO box when, yeah. we've, when we've really yeah. made it but yeah thank you for that and then the other big news apart from the running stuff ollie had a birthday happy birthday mm. ollie thank you very much yeah how's it feel to be part of the 26 club i'm finally with the boys 26 i mean yeah no it's, it's pretty it's pretty good you'd think you know another year older another year wiser um yeah doesn't doesn't, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't, work, doesn't work like that but anyway you know <laughs> Does your IQ go up or down mm. over time, or does it stay level? My IQ yeah. is gradually de- decreasing. At, it's probably I don't more, know about gradual. I think it's, it's, <laughs> it's rapid, pretty rapid. Pretty rapid, rapid. decline. I, I think feel like it's been gradual. I have my spur of moments, and then all of a sudden it has a bit of a decline. But yeah, my intelligence is not great. We tested the intelligence last night with an escape room. Hey, I did. Just, I mean, you guys can speak for yourself because we did the escape room that Morgan was very gracious enough to organize surprise b-day um and we had two separate groups i was very lucky because i was in a group with sage yarrow um the smart ones the smart ones pretty much the smart one group Jonas. Jonas is swiss so he's probably smart did he do a lot he honestly everyone did evenly like a good amount of stuff um Mm. we act and we almost broke the record which was pretty cool your guys' escape room was harder because they said it was a 25% success rate where ours without was a 30% clues. success yeah. rate without clues. Pretty we similar. both did it. We both finished it without clues. So that was a showing that we're not just professional runners, we're professional thinkers. Um, I don't know about professional, but thinkers. We think. Yeah. I mean... We don't get paid to think though. <clears throat> Each team had one in a I got paid to think to run. So they were yeah. both just kind of like a... They just cancel each other out a little bit. <laughs> well, and are you so, engineering grads? Yeah, Jenna, Jenna, George's uh, girlfriend was fantastic. She was great. Sage was great. Yara was great. We had a musical thing. Like had to read music near the end. So Yara came in 
very much handy there. That is no what the fuck was going on. That is a cool energy. Um, but we yeah were able to get out uh, with I think we had an hour. We got out in thirty five minutes, twenty five minutes to spare, and then we watched you guys, Morgan staring at a wall, <laughs> and George literally sitting in a seat just fiddling with a lock for about 10 15 minutes and i just watch uh stage go are they gonna do anything <laughs> <laughs> i was we were so george and i were in yeah the other room and we heard them finish because it's just next door and we, i was so annoyed that they got done so quickly and we were still very much like in the middle of our puzzle like i didn't i had did have moments where i thought i don't know if we're gonna do this i was gonna feel pretty bad yeah i really didn't want to ask for a clue but then we pulled through at the end and that one was pretty evenly stacked as well it was George, myself, Robbie, Josette, Carmel, and Mario. So, very international. I guess they're both international because yeah, our, team's say, international. our team is very international. <laughs> but uh, Josette and Robbie... They were, they were in charge of team morale for well, the most part. They, they keep everyone positive. They, they kind of like ran it a bit in our room because we got in there and they were like, yeah, we looked up a YouTube video on hints on how to yeah. do a escape room. And obviously no one else did that. So then we're like, all right, well, I guess these guys know what's going on. And then we kind of just followed. But I don't was, know if they really helped us. And, yeah, I don't know. It was, I was, I could see how you could make escape rooms way more complex than our ones. I would say that was probably a pretty basic one. But nonetheless, actually a very fun yeah. activity to do. I had a great time. And I think maybe we should try to do some more escape rooms or something when we go to other cities and stuff. I imagine like, say, going to New York. Like, there'd be some crazy fucking escape rooms. Maybe we could do that next week. We could we do could that next that. week. I mean, that would be a fun thing. For I mean, to be, to be honest, the one that we did wasn't necessarily super... Like, it wasn't impossibly challenging. Like, you couldn't do it. But I liked the idea of we went to different rooms and then there was different things and different skills that, like, other people showed yeah. more prominence in. And I liked that. Your one, it was cool, like, pretty hard, but it was just you in just one room. Whereas yeah. I like the ones where you, like, open a door to another room. There's, like, all these new clues. Yeah. That was cool about the one that we did. Um, and I'm well, sure we started we... chained up. We, we yeah. were chained up, and then we had to find a key to unlock ourselves from the uh, the handcuffs. I mean, I looked at the chains. You could easily break them. Well, you could just take it off because it was Velcroed. <laughs> but that would be technically cheating. So, there's a bit of honor involved, I suppose. Yeah. But, yeah, very f- cool activity. Uh, my first time doing it. My first, first time. time. George has done it in Madison, Madison, Madison before. You done it in Madison? Mm-hmm. Shit, we fucking lived in Madison for years and never did. I didn't do much in yeah. Madison, man. Except He's we, done laser tag there. I mean, yeah, you did, you did do a little, laser tag and escape. You did do a little Madison. bit of Madison. You won four NCAA championships in Madison, but uh, yeah. Yeah. well, that's not easy. True. Easy. He won one NCAA. Championship well, he. I easy. mean, he lived and easy. breathed in Madison, so I, <laughs> yeah. I count those NCAA championships coming from Madison. Well, moving on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> moving we can on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Ollie's birthday. So thank you to everyone who wished him happy birthday thank as you guys. well. Appreciate it. Another year of uh, shenanigans in the books. Another year of everyone keep it going. Another year of everyone feeling better about their intelligence. No. <laughs> so, obviously, this episode is all going to be about the racing that took place this past weekend because it was when all the squad got to open up with the guys going to BU and the women taking the trip to NY, taking over the East Coast. We'll start off with Boston because that was on the Friday night and just a crazy, crazy meet as I it's it's wild to like start your season like that and then just set the bar so high where do you go from here just downhill i guess either downhill or winning global medals <laughs> or uphill i guess yeah. yeah one of those all the same yeah those are your three options pick yeah. one of them pick one of them and you and you're scared of which one will actually be the uh the one that you choose but yeah it was pretty crazy uh to witness it 
um, particularly me as going in as a like just not racing. Uh, obviously, I've seen the boys train and they've been working extremely hard, but also just being very very controlled whether they are in the season, and to see them pull out results like that, uh, it's pretty pretty fucking nuts. Yeah, well. The bar was set very high initially from the 3K with Yared going and setting the American record at 7.28, which I didn't realize that they were even trying to run nearly that quick. They weren't. I don't think they were. Well, this is the thing that someone told me is that apparently Ritz quietly told them that they were pacing it for 7.30. Really? But maybe that's just a rumor. Maybe uh, that would he just make, told the pace of it and yeah. was like, Cause I, uh, Yard would probably follow it. I think... Yeah, I think, yeah it would... Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yard would not fucking think about it. I mean, it, but the thing is, it was paced for that. So clearly, Ritz asked for that pacing. Like, who else asked for that pacing? I don't know. No one else did. And Ritz had so, control of the pacer. So, so it was. Then, but they just didn't... I guess he just didn't want to make a big deal out of it. Ritz does that sort of thing, though. He'll do that. Particularly for somebody like... He knows... Um, for an, for an athlete like Yared, I think he knows that the best thing for him would just to be like, stick on the paces, stay relaxed, and close the race hard. Whereas, I bet you he went over to the paces and said, pace it to 7.30. And like, yeah, yeah I wouldn't think different. Like, he'd just be focused on getting through the race and trying to win it. Because that's yeah. what, he's a competitor. There, there was like quite a lot of talk the week before of the pace being only 7.37. So maybe that was what Ritz was going for. Like, he didn't want everyone, I don't know if people were trying to get in a 7.30 race. He would just tell tell everyone that it was only going to be seven thirty seven, and then last minute, oh, it's actually a seven thirty race. Mm. That's very cheeky. Because John and the goal was apparently there was something on. Well, Twitter. yeah. So Sam oh, Parsons, yeah. Sam, um, Sam Parsoni said that um, American records and collegiate records, like in question or whatever. Yeah. Oh, and then Gold's like comes out with his uh, let's run notebook and just says, "Look, mate, um, settle down. They're running seven thirty seven. Uh, they'd have to close extremely hard, and it just it seems very unlikely that they'd have to run, like run seven twenty nine. So what was his response after? He didn't. He was like, oh he yeah, was he, like quite he, good, literally, he literally said yeah, like he just owned up to he it. He just owned up to it. Like yeah, Parsons, you got me here. Like yeah, hashtag. No, he was good about <laughs> it. Yeah, that's cap, funny. But on God, all that sort of stuff. Um, <laughs> no cap. He was bussing. Um, yeah, no, I immediately I mean, I we we were like watching right up in the stands above the line. Yeah, and after like. Two laps were like, there are two minutes. <laughs> there are yeah. two minutes. What's going on? Where do you go from? He's like, Rich didn't tell us. And I think he ran four oh, I think four oh one, and then yeah, four oh one, and then all of a sudden five minutes. Yeah, and then you're like, fuck. Then you're like, you got like one k to go. Yeah, and then and then Yara just went there and took the race, and um, and the thing that annoyed me the most, which I'm gonna get into now because I have to. No one knew what the fuck was going on because there was no it commentary. It was so funny watching it and so it was so chill. Joe, myself, like the boys, the pretty much the squad, the 5K squad, Giannis, George, me, Joe, we're sitting in the stands. We're going fucking nuts. We were doing we're screaming. simple math. One we were screaming because we knew, we knew where he was and we're screaming at Yeah, We're screaming keep at Mario. Keep running 60s. Keep rolling, keep rolling. Like there's going to be a great time for both of them. And when it got to probably yeah, two laps to go and then um, the goose started to let his wings expand yeah zipping down the speed good. suit yeah. i cannot believe that yeah. unzipped that his speed so suit within four I, knew, I knew for a fact i was like this fuck is gonna run almost seven. ate shit doing he could have run two seconds quicker if he had done that this fuck is gonna run 728 he's gonna he's gonna fucking destroy the record and we were screaming joe was going nuts like the hype everything and then these people were sitting next to us going what's going on and we're like he's gonna break the american record like one of the hardest probably american records that are on that distance list Really hard record. He's going to break it in fucking January. And then people started to get a little bit behind it. No commentary. And then 10 minutes later, 
we ran down, we congratulated Yao, gave him a good hug. Ten seconds later, ten, ten minutes ten. later, sorry, um, the, 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 the guy on the screen goes, yeah, so section one of the 3,000 meters, Yared Nagus, he ran an American record. Uh, that so was it. Casual. Dude, that's why yeah. it's so fucking hard to follow the sport. No yeah. one, like, you, if you're watching this race and you're a fan of the sport, you know what was going to happen. Like, everyone that was watching it, watching it, knew what was happening. And it pissed me off that they didn't have any commentary on it. It really did. So the race commentary on Flowtrack was, it was good, but it was very chill for someone, something so amazing. He definitely didn't do justice of how quick he was running from the beginning to the end. Two sub four miles back to back. Pretty much pace. I don't remember like Galen's video, but I imagine that they were going mental. They're going hype, yeah. I guess, that is, I guess that is literally the difference, though, between if you announce that you're going for a yeah. record or not. Like, that's what makes that difference is, like, everyone understands what's happening, whereas people here just thought it was just, like, another another. It probably heat. is the thing. So, it does, I guess that, that's where it matters to mm. announce, call yeah. your shots or whatever. Yeah. Should also mention Mario. 100%. 7.34. 7.34, fucking good time. So another amazing yeah. I don't know what his PR was maybe like 746 or something yeah he yeah. said it was like 12 second yeah. PB I think yeah. ran amazing looks great doing it um, I mean you're, if you're running 734 and 728 in January and the way that these boys have been training they've just joined the group like yeah, they're, they're, in, they're in for an amazing season if they can keep things rolling like they're doing an incredible job the other job. thing is like, if you want to compare them like Yarrod's obviously a little bit more distance based than Mario mm. so it's like for Mario, Mario to be that, that close in the 3k mm. that's the thing it's like Man, I mean, obviously, you got, they're both 1,500-meter runners, so that's what the name of the game is once it comes down to it, like in World Champs and stuff, but it's like, for both, I mean, yeah, obviously, 720, no matter who you are, is the most amazing thing, <laughs> yeah. but my running 734, it's like, fuck, it's like a 1,500-meter guy, like, if you, were tell, if you were telling him, like, yeah, you're going to go run 734, like, in a random season opener, then you're thinking like, well, fuck, I'm going to have the best season of my life. Yeah. You know exactly. what I mean? So yeah. it's just like, obviously yeah. such an amazing like spot. Being able to nail your two distances on either side of your actual distance is like a pretty good sign that you're in very good shape. For very good distance. hands. Isn't he, isn't he around 146? He's around the eight. Yeah, I think no. so. I think he has. Yeah. So he's 146 and 734. There's another guy that has that kind of man. range is, is Whiteman and Whiteman's world champ. So like he's doing all the right things to get to that goal that he wants, which is to be the best in the world in 1500. And with with Yard, it's just like, yeah, 728. Just, there's no other way you can look around it. It's just an incredible achievement to do that in January. Um, and I think for him, I'm very, very excited to see what he can do because I know last year coming off disappointment from um, not making the world's team, and dealing with a lot of injuries and adversities. He's coming through now. He's loving the training, and he's just, he's great. He's great fun to have around. I mean, a lovely, lovely bloke. So they both are. So it's really lovely to see them both succeed so well in that 3K. And uh, it definitely makes me now realize how much um, we've grown as a, as a group too, because like we've just signed. I remember when we, we talked about signing these two blokes, particularly for the men's team, and we're thinking, wow, we're very lucky to get these guys. And then now they're producing these results. He's just like, Dude, this team is just crazy now, and it's a pretty privileged position to be in to be able to talk about them as teammates and um, gloat in their results. So, yeah, no, hundred percent, it's so good. And then we already mentioned it, but then Drew Boz was seven thirty six, collegiate record. Which I don't know if like I'm just like not exposed to the meter stuff, but I feel like that was like kind of like not that hyped up. Like seven thirty six is a collegiate. Very amazing. I, I, you know why it's not hyped up? I think it's because of Yarrod. Yeah. I think Yarrod overshadowed it quite a bit, which is like, it's fair makes enough. sense because he was the old record holder. 
runs mm-hmm. 728, breaks the American record, and then Bosley comes in 736 and runs yeah. NCAA record, beating Yarrod's old time from last year. I mean, yeah, but I think the one thing that will matter is that Drew knows like where he's at. Like He's run one of the fastest 3Ks in NCAA history. Well, and the fastest. The fastest. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure that's what record means. <laughs> I mean, is it, what about like oversized 300 tracks? Has anybody run quicker than that? I don't think no, so. Well. Yeah, well, they, yeah so. there you go, the fastest. But um, yeah, I just wasn't sure because sometimes, you know, they have like the 300 track that don't count. I wonder if the, do 300 tracks count for collegiate records? I think it's 200 I think banks. they have a separate thing. It's like yeah. best or something, collegiate best. Collegiate best. Shit. Like because uh, uh, Cesarex was a collegiate best cool. when he ran Which 351. Hmm. Are you sure? He ran that, didn't he run that at Boston? No, he ran that in Seattle. Oh, we're going to have to, I don't remember yeah. that. Sounds like that one is tech chicken. <laughs> when did you do that? Citrus Mac did that. Well, I, he I, ran, I'm pretty sure he ran 351 to run the. I don't think he, he did. Because I was really into the sport at that time. I'm pretty sure he ran 352 as well. I thought he ran his records at Boston. I thought, yeah, I thought it was at Washington. The like three person race? Well, oh, no, 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 that maybe was, that was the year after. That was when he ran 249. That was the next pro. year. But, I mean, I can look him up on Tifas. Maybe he did. <laughs> I mean, he went to Oregon, so they went and raced at. Yeah. Um, the, the, what's that place called? Dempsey? The Dempsey all the time. But, I mean, well, the thing with Drew Bosley, getting back to him, is that, like, I don't think you would have... I mean, we'll see what happens when the championship racing comes around, but he's like a... You think of him as, like, a distance guy. And, I I mean, everyone, like, distance guys can be really good at the 3K, Mm. but it's, like, for him to be running that quick in the 3K... I honestly think 10K is his best event. That's that's the thing. So, it's like, you're running 736 for the... It means you've got the range, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean... 352. Where did Cheswick run 352? BU, BU last, last chance. chance. I feel like I remember that. Yeah. This is best 52. I thought he ran 51. I think he ran... I feel like... See, the, I think he ran 52. I don't know. Was that the collegiate record? I feel like he must have been. I think it was, yeah. Until Cooper got it. Checks I'm pretty out. sure. Checks out. But... Um, I mean, they're all amazing times. And yeah, so that 3K was crazy. Also, our boy Sam Atkins, 731. I don't know. Sam Atkins is the most, like, elu- like is elusive the right word? Like, he just comes out of nowhere and runs 731 just so casually. And then, like, the fact that, also the fact that he lives and trains, like, 20 minutes away from us. I, I'm told. By himself. I'm told. Like, I've never seen him, so no, I don't know. But he, it does. A, I think he trains by himself, too. I don't think he has any... What is he doing to be able to run 731? <laughs> out there on his he own. He must be crushing some sessions, but like, where does he even work out? Like, he's not... The, he's been at Niowot. I've, I've seen him post and seen photos of him at Niowot track, but I don't know. I mean, this time of the year with the weather and stuff, maybe he's on training camp. Um, we, I think Joe spoke to him briefly when we were at the track and he says he's been going back and forth from the UK to try and get a visa so it could Doesn't be in the UK ideal. no but he ran 731 doing that so <laughs> um, in general he must be doing some pretty good training wherever he is yeah. if he's in Colorado or if he's back in the UK so yeah, um, yeah it's also always awesome to see him he broke Mo Farah's indoor 3k record really? yeah fuck and I think he was one second off I think the European record is 730 30 so I think Mario was telling me about it. It's like pretty close. Is that McCall? It was McCall some... last year. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And New Balance. Yeah, yeah. That was also an insane race to watch. That was. He looked like he was race. rigging from two hundred yeah. out. Yeah. I mean, that could be to watching Yarrow just yeah. fucking <laughs> glide was, across the line. That was the thing. Watching it as well is Yarrow. I mean, 
and Mario, like all those guys, to be honest, I don't know if it's just running on the BU track or like the camera angles, what everyone makes it look so easy running 60 second, like 400 pace. Mm. It's crazy how good they look doing it. And yeah, you know, yeah, like he's got like that funny style. Like it's kind of hard to describe how he runs, but it's just like, he just moves so quickly, so nicely, like across the ground. I don't know how he does it, but he made it look takes like 10 strides per lap. He made <laughs> it look weird. very easy. And yeah, the fact that he unzipped his, he, so he, he unzipped his speed suit down in the last 400 of the race is like, how are you doing that? Like, what is it's because he needed extra speed? Yeah, he's like, I need a little extra. He hated the speed suit. He's never wearing it. Again. Oh, he hated it. Well, what? if you if you see his Instagram post, he looks he says, so good in it. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Um, but he says in his Instagram post, which is honestly the best Instagram post from from the meets by far. He said, "Don't cry because uh, whatever that quote is. Don't uh, cry because it happened. Smile. Don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Rest in peace, speed suit. Twenty seventh of January, twenty twenty three to the twenty seventh of January, twenty twenty three. So he's confirmed on his Instagram he's not wearing the speed suit anymore. Um, the reason why he zipped it down was because it was uncomfortable, what? and he zipped it down to give him more space around his uh, chest." That makes it even more wild. Yeah. So I'm yeah. sad to hear that. Yeah. I'm 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 sad to hear that. He did look very good in it, but yeah, so that was the three K. Getting it starting off like just like I don't know. Yeah, imagine when you guys I feel like when you see a performance like that when you're at the meet and you still have to go race, you're kinda of like in a bit of shock and you're just like fuck. Like it's kind of a good thing I guess, but also it's you just like definitely good you're just like Joe. in shock a little bit, but then you're like, Alright, no, like it's yeah. time to like I think go race. Speaking of, I, I don't know. George can obviously speak of his own aspect of it, but I feel like for the boys, like they work out with the arrow. They did a great workout with him. It definitely gives you confidence seeing that if he's able to do that with the training we've been doing. Like I'm definitely in great shape. I, I'm confident in my training. I can go out and race and give it the best effort I can on the day. So you can get that aspect of both it as well. him and Mario. Because like if, yeah. if they're in seven twenty and seven thirty four shape, then you know that that translates to like if you're um, the distance guy for a five k. If you can run that then you can run a really fucking quick 5k so yeah it does feel pretty good i imagine but then the 5k was this was was it probably it was probably the most hyped up event well it got commentary it had commentary yeah and i don't the storylines were i don't even know what the storylines were like because joe was i think joe had said on citrus that he was going to break 13 and i think it was i think woody had just announced that he was leaving bowman like that yeah. week so i think that was like kind of the big story i think he announced it and then his entry popped up in bu yeah he was a late, like, late entry right, this is gonna be his first race not for bowman i yeah. feel like those are the main two things yeah so i mean obviously those two guys are such amazing athletes so them going at it with the pacing of ollie hall at the bu track is obviously that's gonna be a very juicy one and then from the get-go the race play like went I don't know. I don't know if you went how you expected, but it was very hot. But I don't know. The guys looked pretty good. But there was a, how many people were in that race? It did feel like there was quite a lot of bodies on the track, but maybe that's just. There, there was a decent amount of people in that race. I mean, I to be honest, there was, there was three, three people that I know of <coughs> paces plus Sam Atkin. <laughs> yeah, the fact that there were three paces made it look like there were more. Wait, who was the other pacer? There Cruz was Culpepper. Yeah. He paced for. 1200 to 1600 so it was Cruz you and then who else well Sam Atkin jumped in front of me for two laps oh, then okay. dropped out and then I uh, continued till 3400 and mm-hmm. then um, Joe uh, clipped me and I thought oh I better get off the track um, which I found out later was because he actually got clipped from Woody and then he clipped me so there was a bit of 
a shuffle, but um, yeah, so that was the pacing. So those three guys are out of the race, but it, it, there was a, at least 15 plus maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know the numbers. I mean, Citrus can do all that number shit, but um, no, it, I mean, going in, it was definitely one of those things where I'm, de- I'm more nervous being a pacer than, than a racer because, you know, I obviously the boys are allowing me to get them through in a good pace. And the plan was 7.50. It was projected to the world that it was 7.55, but Ritz pulled me aside and said he wanted 7.53, 7.52. We ended up running 7.47. Very um, quick. A lot quicker. Way quicker than what Grant went through for 12.53. So it was going to be one of those races where you're just going to have to knuckle in, grind, and hang on, um, which really only suited two of the runners, yeah. Woody and, and Joe. And um, once I stepped up the trap, I was able to watch the boys go through and uh yeah like just seeing joe put himself through that much pain and hurt because you know how badly he wanted that sub 13 just made me very proud of him um like the last i think he said the last three laps he was just making sure he could stay on the track because he was really uh really hurting but he's gone for it because he he was so once you stepped off then he was leading apologies that was gus uh exiting the the studio in a very loud manner. He always but, has to do that, doesn't he? Yeah. He always has to do that. He's very elegant, isn't he? Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's a ballerina. He's a ballerina with his toes. But once, yeah, Joe is leading out Woody. And I feel like when you're in that, like obviously you don't want to be leading out a runner who you know is that good. But at that point, it's like you're at BU. It's the first race. You're trying to run a really fucking quick time. Like all you're going to do is grind it out. Like, you know, you know, like if you, Joe is still very happy to come second and run, 1254 at the end of the day so he's like that's what i'm gonna go do but man i don't know how woody does this every time because watching the race you're looking at it happen and you're saying all right woody's gonna woody's gonna like look kind of bad and then he's gonna have some massive kick down at the end and it's gonna be amazing and then 800 to go when joe i don't know i haven't seen the splits but i'm guessing he must have sped up a bit like started ramping it up like he ended up dropping Woody back quite a bit to mm. the point where when you're watching it, you're like, oh, Joe's won this. Like mm. somehow you always still like lose like belief that Woody is going to get it done. And then on the last lap, I guess, I guess Joe would probably say he misjudged it a little bit because you want to be closing like pretty quick. And I think you end up closing at 31. Like he just like was putting it all out there. And then Woody had his classic 26 second last lap. And he just came from like so far back and just fucking... Yeah, finished so quick and running 12.51 American record big like all the credit to him uh, I guess we can touch on more like his situation because it's kind of interesting but yeah it was just crazy watching it and going from like being like oh Woody's going to do the Woody thing and then still it happening where I'm like oh no Joe's won this like he's beaten him and then he still comes back and wins it somehow well I mean even during watching and yelling at Joe uh, George and Giannis I was yelling at Joe to get the American record winning like I didn't even think Woody was in it yeah. anymore because of just the way the pace was so hot the way but then like you said then Woody just comes out and does what Woody does and closes like a um, freight train so it was pretty uh, I mean it's always tough to see you know you want your teammate to win you want him to get um, get that reward from there but I mean yeah second 12.54 Joe's definitely very 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 happy with that so and, and to see Woody win and break the American record uh, in his situation and his circumstance was uh, also a very cool thing to see um Another a win for Mike Smith. Another win for Mike Smith. <laughs> Which I guess Pretty. he's not technically coached by Mike Smith, but he's part of... Oh, so when I was... 
when I was cross training, um, I did list last week. I did listen to Mike Smith yeah. podcast, and I loved the question. He got the question about Mike Smith Elite, and he said, yeah. "I can't remember his answer was exactly, but he was like, first off, it's not a team. It's just a collection of professionals yeah, that yeah. I coach." He was very adamant that he doesn't coach a team, and just saying, "I love that he said that." But then, did you also see Woody's post where he said, "Thanks to Mike Smith and his team?" Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, come okay, on, man. We I, know what we know what's going on here. I have to be sorry with you. Mike Smith, it's a fucking team. You yeah. have a t- you have a pro team, like a collection of athletes. That just sounds like union. Um, I love that. I love that. It, I mean, I love calling it a team, but not necessarily because it annoys him. I don't want to just annoy Mike. Yeah, Smith. but I don't. But yeah. it's funny that it does annoy him. Okay, and then we can just. I think he has to say. Bauman is a team. Though. It's a collection of athletes. Union, collection of athletes. Um, OTC, collection. Of OEC, collection of athletes. Mike Smith Elite, collection of athletes. It's a fucking team. Yeah. It is. It's a pro team. He has one of the best teams like in the US. And yeah. he's always going to play that card because he doesn't want Papa Adidas from NAU probably pit. Like, they're probably like, why are you coaching Galen Rupp from Nike? Why are you coaching Woody Kincaid from Nike? Why are you coaching Louise from Hoka? Maybe they're getting annoyed and he's trying to say like they're not a team. They're a collection. Maybe that's just like a PR thing. I think he also has to say because of NAU because he's like yeah. the head. Like not even to do with the brand side of it. Just because like... His job, his job, his coach. job is to coach the NAU team, yeah. and this other mm-hmm. thing has like organically just happened. Is that what Jerry's going to say about Bauman now? Because Jerry's like, well, a, mm. it's a very different situation. Yeah, I know. That's what Jer- <laughs> well, Jerry's I think Jerry, coaching Oregon. No, I don't. Jerry can do it all. Jerry, yeah. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry coaches multiple teams. Shoemaker, it's Shoemaker. not a problem. It's not a problem. For Shoemaker him. says, yeah, 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 I'm coaching the Oregon guys, but they're, the Bauman, they're just a collection of athletes. They're just a collection of athletes. <laughs> no, Did we already talk that. about that? Uh, that uh, let's run or something that was like Woody Kincaid leaves uh, professional coach coaching college team to join coach coaching college team (laughs) I did not see that that is very funny though great wording great wording I paraphrase that was a shit version of it but you can can, can probably find it yeah that is actually very funny when you put it like (laughs) that I mean Mm, are. leaves coach with not enough time for athletes <laughs> to join a coach that does not have enough time for athletes Coaching it is it is very funny when you put it like that i guess the differences are that one is i mean see this isn't actually a difference because i was saying one trains in flag stuff but bauman also <laughs> trains in flag, flag stuff, stuff literally like five months of the year but i guess with mike because bauman is a real team in terms of like having the brand it, it like there's certain like things that are attached to it whereas with mike smith i guess you have a lot of freedom i guess to do yeah. whatever you want especially with him 100%. who he's still sorting stuff out and i don't even know what he's situated like between him and mike smith what if they have an agreement oh actually he did say that do you reckon mike knows who he is no probably not he's just like he's just, <laughs> he's just jumping, just like jumping so, into some the guy takes me asking if he can uh, come to work out <laughs> yeah he did say that for now all he knows for certain is that he's there training until the 10k so i guess mm still got to work the rest of that stuff out but it's hard not to like an athlete leaving Bowman and then their first race they take an American record from Bowman yeah I'll, well Woody's personally. Woody's no, also it's fucking sick bro Woody's, it's sick. It's Woody's like also like the most likable athlete yeah. I mean I'm biased because I just love him the as a person like, okay I love Grant as well like I yeah, do nothing, like nothing against Grant I just love the, the sport needs stories like this like yes, the story man. of Woody saying well <clears throat> Woody going, I'm I'm departing from Bauman team, going to somebody else. Now now their rivals takes a record away from them. That's a fucking great story. Especially when you hear if when he was saying that 
I mean, what Jerry said. If Jerry's telling him he's throwing away his career, career. by leaving. I mean, even so, how, how does the say. icing on the fucking cake, How can man? you not support him oh, after that? That's a ridiculous. Like, you have after to my be coach, team man. <sighs> you can't be Team Bowman after that. Yeah. But you have to be like, fuck yeah, I want Woody to Shoemaker beat better, everyone better on Bowman. 100%. Get him to the... What's the what's shoemaker? Cobber? Cobber? Is it a cobber that makes shoes? Cobbler. Shoe cobbler. Shoe cobbler. Yeah, shoe back to the cobbler. Cause like Woody fucking served him, bro. That was sick. Like, that, that's <laughs> what was I? Wait, what so did you just say? I don't know, bro. I was just excited. Like, it's, yeah, just, no, it's, it's just very cool to see. Like, because at at one point in the career, and like when I was going through college, Bowman were like the team. You know, like that was a team to join if you wanted to be successful. They were the good guys. Well, I mean, they're still really good guys on that team. Like, lovely blokes. <laughs> yeah, but I'm just saying, like, to have an athlete have that experience and share it. Then go to uh, Mike Smith Elite, train with that team. Sorry, collection of athletes. Train with that collection of athletes. Go and break the fucking American record, the first race. Yeah. It's such a cool story, man. That makes the sport hype. Yeah. Because then you know for a fact, like Grant, lovely bloke, but he's in the back of his head probably thinking, I'm going to go get that fucking record back. And then you go yeah. through the cycle. Yeah. And it's exciting. Woody's guests are race a bunch now because one of the things he said as well was that he just wants to race more and now mm-hmm. he's going to do a bunch of races, which is sick because he's very exciting to watch race. Uh, also, got a, my favorite thing about him is probably his Instagram bio. I think I've told you guys this oh, before. Yeah. <laughs> the last line of his Instagram bio, because he's he's very sarcastic, which is what I love. The last line of his Instagram bio is, "I literally won the U.S. <laughs> Olympic Trials 10K." <laughs> it's just like, it's like so what, funny. what for a runner does that? I, no does. I literally won the U.S. <laughs> Olympic Trials 10K. It's like it's so funny, so yeah. good. So yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, like it's just. It's just going to be I great. hate how much I like Woody now. Yeah. It's just going to be He's great because I think like Woody is obviously going to be hopefully having an incredible season. And then you have Grant coming off an incredible season with Bauman. Like he's going to come in guns blazing, I imagine. Well, Grant's I think no matter what Grant's going to just yeah. <laughs> do. He's going to crush and he's going to be Bauman and and Woody's going to be what Mike's if Woody's the lead or whatever he is. And they're going to have like this you know and Joe Clecker's going to pop in. Joe's Joe literally won the uh, the US tri- US World Trials for, for <laughs> should, literally he should I do that. Won. That would be very. I literally won. I literally bitch kicked Grant Fisher for that. <laughs> <laughs> no, he actually bitch kicked. Nah, he ran. He ran. Won that from the. He front. won that from the front, baby. I literally won from the front. The ten k. <laughs> yeah. The ten k at the uh, US Championships. Like those three together. Actually, there was a cool photo that Diamond League posted. Sorry, I'm going on rants. Um, I think it was. What Athletics posted it. I think. Yeah. What Athletics or, or Diamond League? Diamond League. Maybe yeah. either way. It was one of the. The top dogs. One of the governing bodies. Well, the, go- the government. Or whatever they The are. government posted it. Um, Seb Co posted it. Seb Co posted it. <laughs> Lord Co. Uh, may he reign for a thousand years. Uh, I think it was Joe, Grant, Louis, Wo- Louis G, and Woody. Yeah. Like those just four guys. Like, wait, was it Woody? I haven't seen that. I, I think, think it was. They're just looking like absolute stallions out yeah. there. Yeah, and there was just like it looked like the cover of the Backstreet Boys. Like it was just fucking sick. So, what would you do if Woody wrote Yard's American record this weekend? Uh, <laughs> Speaking of doing more races, well, that, is also is, New Balance. that also is good for the, the sport because if you look at it, like he breaks that record, he owns that record, and then Yard, I could tell, be going, oh man, I gotta go run faster now. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Yard wouldn't even care, man. No, because yeah. <laughs> Yard already got paid for breaking his yeah. record. So he'd be like, oh, sweet, I can Well, Yard's can probably gonna go break another record at Noro, so. You oh, know. man. That's uh, Grant's definitely coming back for that 5k record, though. Oh, 100%. He's you coming back he for that. He's yeah, coming. are they? I guess we don't even know when they're going for a quick 5k in the indoor season if they are. Or if word Grant is, is Valentine. Valentine. Apparently. Yeah, but I also heard word that they're never leaving Eugene, so they might do a time trial <laughs> at the Eugene track. 
Well, that's definitely happening. Outdoors. That's definitely happening. There's yeah, no the teardrop invitation. They're just gonna turn <laughs> under the uh, <laughs> the teardrop. <laughs> They're just going to put an indoor you track under the stands. You know why it's called the Steam Drop Invitational? Because it'll be fucking raining during that time when they're <laughs> running the fucking time truck. It definitely will be. Yeah. Which, you know, the extra extra oxygen, performance enhancing. I mean, Jerry's probably thinking about it right now, <laughs> calculating the right day and Eugene to do it because he doesn't want to travel anywhere. So he's yeah. like, yeah, I'll just fucking do the it. The perfect yeah. conditions. The perfect conditions. World record conditions, as they say. World record conditions. But yeah, yeah so we love Woody. And getting back to the 5k, we haven't even talked about George. I'm sorry, we haven't <laughs> talked about your experience yet. <laughs> I forgot I was doing it. <laughs> so, we got, we got George. Should we talk we about had Jonas, Jonas first? Well, mm. I mean, kind of, we were kind of doing the same thing, yeah. Well, they, well so yeah. you, I mean, you went out pretty quick. I haven't looked at your exact splits, but your first yeah. K, I was and kind 2K of, was there were like a quick. few people that like thought about going at the front. Dylan Jacobs fully went for it. Lala was up PR'd in the 3k, apparently, 748. I believe it. Very ballsy. Lalo, medium went for it. He was probably lasted the next longest. And then I was kind of with Lalo at the least going for it out of those three <laughs> <laughs> of people that like couldn't decide which group. Yeah. And uh, it didn't go well for any of us. <laughs> and never really, it never really either. does when you, yeah. when you like, I mean, that's just like the toughest spot to be in, you know? When, yeah. I mean, my takeaway, I mean, I'm not. I said beforehand, I mean, shit, it would have been really nice to run super fast. I was disappointed. Um, and, I mean, just watching the race, it obviously played out well for two people. And there were so many people in that race that had the ability to get the standard. Like, I fully believe that. Yeah. Mainly being like Dylan Jacobs. That dude, I'm sure, was in shape to run 30.05. Mm-hmm. He went for it, on, tried to run 12.55. Mm. And ended up running 13 11 because that's yeah, just what happens, you know. That's how it goes. Similar to Lalo. Lalo made running 13 11 look pretty easy in December in like a perfectly accelerating race. And then, you know, goes out 10 seconds faster and ends up running 10 seconds slower. Yeah. Just because that's how it goes. Yeah. And then, so not a single other person in the race got the standard. It wasn't a race to hit the standard, it was a race to, to run 12 50s. 12 50s for sure. And. Yeah, that's I mean, how it goes sometimes. It is how it goes. It seems like it seems like running at Boston, like ramping it up and closing hard is the best way to do it. Maybe that's true of all five Ks. Maybe not just Boston, but that seems like like the way to do it there. And then um, I even think Joe could have run twelve fifty four and not been blacked out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's just not done yeah, it that way. It's just, yeah. That's the hardest. He, I mean, way to it do was it. so impressive watching him do it that way. Full credit to him. Mm-hmm. And and he got what he deserved, the twelve fifty four. It's incredible. Um but that's a hard way to do it. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. And then Jonas. And I, say, I feel bad for Jonas. Like, yeah. He's See, really Jonas. Jonas really. I I could tell watching him that he really tried to do it like coming starting off more conservative because he was really mm. far back, yeah, which so, meant he was probably still like quicker than pace because it was like that he wanted to run, and then he ramped it up. But then the five k is just tough because I know like the fourth k was really slow for you guys when everyone's like in a race like that where everyone's hurting. Like the fourth k is gonna be like. The, the hardest bit i mean it always is and then yeah it's just like so i mean he ended up doing great because he came through and ran 13 10 which is his second fastest ever i think he ran is he 13 or 8 a year ago seven, seven. Seven. Seven, yeah. and then i oh, also got a shout out uh ben flanagan had a great yeah, run as great well 13 11 so a lot of guys like ran really well around there but i 100 percent agree with you that these are all guys that probably could have run five seconds quicker and felt better doing it mm-hmm. in a different style race but I mean, at the end of the day, when someone's going out and running the American record, it's like, well, 
can't really complain. You can't really complain. Like that's just like a very amazing race still. And yeah. um yeah, great pacing from Ollie taking him through. Yeah, you said you stepped off when uh when you fell Joe. Did you feel pretty good going that pace for that long? I I would have I probably would have gone four K. Yeah. Um but Riz kept he kept telling me uh when I was doing laps he's like he's like one more one like he, he was kind of just like I was waiting for him to tell me to get off because yeah. the one thing that I didn't want to do is impede on those two because when when I knew how, I only knew how I mean I only knew how quick they were going when I saw the 3k mark because that's the only mark I could not like really realistically think of where I'm at and we went through in 747 which for me is a 3k PB indoors because my PB indoors is 748 damn and when I look at that and I'm like well you didn't think about the splits beforehand <laughs> No, well, I was looking at the splits, but I'm not. I'm not reading. Like, I'm mostly just trying to focus and relax and not stress too much. And I'm relying on Ritz. Was Ritz calling out splits? No, he was just. He was just telling me where I'm at. He's like, "You're you're in a good spot. Yeah. Keep it rolling." He said the same. Like, I'm relying on Ritz telling yeah. me like if you need, if I need to pick it up or if I need to slow down. I'm relying on Ritz. So that was the way I wanted to approach the pacing. I didn't want to look at a clock and then start to panic and overthink. I thought that would just be detrimental to, that's probably how i'd want to do it as well um, i find it really it. hard to run but like, i think once that pace was hot from the start and it kept and it stayed hot um i just kept it rolling and and dathan just said yeah one more one more and then um once i came around the bend to hit the straight i think it was about yeah 3400 going through and and joe clipped me i just i thought well i might get out of the way now so i went wide and then i waited for dathan to signal me if um he wanted me to jump in to help George or Giannis and then David yeah. just said no nah, shut it down so I forgot that we talked about you staying in it mm. well, he, I, he told me before the race like he said I might tell you to um, jump in and help George and Giannis if there's a separation but at that point I think Dathan just said he said no just um, don't do it because there's only a couple of seconds where you get that time to think about it um, yeah but no I felt really good pretty relaxed and uh, I mean yeah just leading those boys to that hot pace it definitely it's a different feeling <laughs> Than what you usually feel when you run, when you race. So it mm-hmm. was um, that no, was good. That makes sense. So, yeah, that was uh, the BU, BU me and all the guys getting out there and getting after it. First race of the season. Obviously, we said before, like the bar set so high, so so amazing. And congrats to everyone. And then the next day we had. Well, actually, I should before we move on from Boston. Did you guys end up going to Punjab Palace? No, we did not. What the hell? And the only person that had boba tea was uh, Joe. What the hell? Boba tea twice. Oh, did you have boba tea? No, I didn't. That yeah. probably explains it. <laughs> that explains a lot. Except Joe didn't sleep either night because both times he got caffeinated boba tea. Wait, so he was just lying before the race? Yeah, yeah. So he had two. <laughs> the both the night before and two nights before he got caffeinated boba tea like at night time. Yeah, that's crazy. That's kind of yeah. wild. Who does man, that? Man doesn't need sleep, apparently. Well, that's how you. He said there's only before. caffeine in it. If you think there's caffeine in it, I I do believe that is true because, I mean, I I'm the type of person who cuts off drinking coffee or any caffeinated beverage at around like one or two, and sometimes I'll have like caffeine after that and I'll still sleep fine. And but then the days when like I don't know, I probably some days I don't sleep fine and then I just blame it on the caffeine when maybe it's just like other stuff going on. So I do buy into that theory. 100%. No, no Punjab Palace. Salty Pig instead. Salty Pig was lovely. Very freaking good. Yeah, really good. So, it's too bad. Next time. Next time when Morgs is there, we'll go to the Punjab Palace and get some boba tea. Yeah, do mm-hmm. the, the full shebang. 
But yeah, so the next day was Fritz made the early morning flight over to New York to join all the ladies as they raced at the Dr. Sanders Invitational at the Armory, which another... <laughs> Gus, so just, Gus just knocked over another chair off camera. Gus is for... <laughs> Gus is going crazy right now. He just spent... So while Ollie was gone... This is a Gus update? Gus, this is the Gus update. He, I think he figured out how to play on his own because a big thing with Gus is that he's very dependent on people. And so in our first house... We had like a lovely backyard for him to play in, but he wouldn't play in it on his own. He needed someone out there to play with him. And if everyone was inside and he was outside, he would just stand by the door. He wouldn't go play. But I think he's discovered to play outside because he would take some trips out there. Because normally he, if he wants to go outside, it's to pee. Yeah. But now he stands by the door to go out to also play because he'll spend a good 10, 15 minutes out there, which he just did. Um, you guys that are watching might have seen that. And it's very impressive because this is like the coldest day ever as well. It's like... I think it's like one degrees right yeah, now, it's Fahrenheit. One, one Fahrenheit. Like negative yeah. 15 Celsius right now. And Gus was just playing outside, just eating sticks. I don't know if that's a good sign or if that's like depressing that he's figured out how to be lonely <laughs> on his own outside. He had to figure it out eventually. It's a part of growing up, becoming independent. He's, he's dating himself. Yeah. Well, this is the problem with Gus though, is that like you give him a lot of attention and he, he wants to like go away. Like he doesn't want to be around you a little bit. But then if you ignore him, then he wants all the attention. Yeah, so it's like classic. he just wants it when he doesn't get it kind of thing. He's got to play hard to get. I think yeah, he's figuring out when he wants to have his time and when he wants to be with, be with everyone. I wonder so. what he was doing. He's out there. So I can tell you because I I watch him. He just goes. So I don't know how, but a massive branch fell in our yard, and he just goes and eats it. He just like <laughs> he just goes and like bites with his sticks and just like gnaws on them and just rips different sticks off and then eats them. He also has just such a thick layer of fat on him right now that he can't feel he's anything. So well insulated, he can't feel it. He's still pretty good looking for a bulldog though. Yeah. Do they get do they get uglier? Yeah, when they get older. Oh gosh. He's still got just, a he's still got a waist. Yeah. Barely. But um he's no, he uh his routine down in the morning is quite good though, because he knows to not sleep in the bed. And then when it's time to get up to go for a wee, he'll come and wake me, do a little <laughs> snoot in my face, and then go to the door and then lean out and just go <laughs> like that, and then I just let him out. Really? Yeah. So he sleeps off the bed and then he jumps onto the bed to wake you up to go pee. Yeah. He's very smart. Yeah, he's, he's learning. That's very impressive. Yeah. Good job, Gus. Good job, Gus. Jump, so, jumbo brain, Gus. Yeah. That's the Gus update for everyone. He's doing all right. But so New York, Dr. Sanders invite. The ladies were racing. We had Alicia and Cinta in the mile. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josette was meant to be in it, but she had a bit of a, I think a hamstring strain, like nothing too serious. But so she decided not to race. And then we had Sage. In the 1K, which was billed as an American record attempt, mm-hmm. which we discussed last week on the podcast because it took us by surprise. And her race was got a little more exciting because, well, I guess not more exciting. There's this different type of exciting when Mrs. Uh, was it Miss or Mrs.? I don't know. R.J. <laughs> Wilson got oh, added to the field. R.J. Wilson, yeah. <laughs> she got added to the field, which is like, for I'm sure everyone or a lot of people know this, but the armory is like her track because she's from stats. New York. Yeah, she's uh, won so many ridiculous. races there. she always finds it's, a way to win a race there mm. isn't it like 10 years something like that I think it's like she hasn't been beaten in New York in 10 years no 13 Th- really yeah something crazy it's 13 like, years. is it 19 races 19, 19 years or something 19 how, how old was she 13 years ago she's not very old she's not very old wait she must be maybe like, it was 13 consecutive races oh 
mate. I don't it was, know. It was a long. It was time. a weird. The, the weird. The, the stat was nineteen races indoors. She is. She's never lost. Yeah. There is one race that David Monty keeps bringing up that she was DQ'd from in twenty seventeen. Mm. Um, Classic Monty. But that's a DQ. That doesn't matter. Every other race she's won. Yeah. Um. So her stats are pretty impressive. And honestly, looking at Sage and how well she's training and racing, if anyone was going to break that streak now, it was Sage Hodeklecker. Um, but um, watching the race, um, I, I got to watch a bit of it at the airport. Did we watch it? Yeah, we watched it at the airport, right? We did. We watched the whole thing. At the Lufthansa Lounge. Nice. Um, Jonas got it in without... <laughs> it Jonas got us in. So the, the, the backstory behind this, Jonas had like a... 25 minute argument with the hostess that was like at the door of the Lufthansa we lounge uh, no, oh, oh god no cap no cap two miles yeah oh, two miles to this lounge yeah more, maybe Yaron was claiming that we need to get an Uber back to the, the <laughs> yeah. game we were honestly like thinking long. of like going it was like one of the airports where there's like a couple of securities and like we went in one end and then walked all, as far as you could oh, in the airport no, that's the and worst. then we were thinking of like Going out of security and then Ubering back around <laughs> and going back through again. That's the worst. It was, I mean, it was a very nice lunch. It was a very nice lunch. Um, but That's yeah. The so, Jonas goes up to her and goes, I'm a senator. <laughs> Let me in. This is to the person that's letting people into the lounge. To the Lufthansa yeah. lounge. At the and desk. What Jonas means to say is that he's a senator in status for Swiss. Swiss so Swiss has the status where you can be a senator status. It's called but senator she, status. But she probably thought that he was an actual senator. And she's he's like, claiming he's an actual senator. Yeah. So she's just I'm, so, I'm a US senator. So she, she's like, well, that doesn't qualify you to come to the lounge. So what qualifies to get into that lounge is to be a Star Alliance gold member, which we all are, bar Mario. And Mario, can, we can allow guests. So Mario would come in with us. Um, and that wasn't explained for 25 minutes until... Big language barrier. <laughs> until uh, Joe went up and said, did you tell her that we're Starline's gold members? And then Giannis mentioned it. Was it really what happened? Yeah. I thought she also wanted us to be flying... We weren't even flying no, Lufthansa. No, so she was saying that for his status with Swiss, he had to be flying Lufthansa because he just said he's a senator with Swiss. He didn't say he was a Star Alliance gold member, which is if you're um, a Star Alliance gold member, you can get into a lot of lounges. Yeah. So he just he used the wrong term... He said that he was a senator, and she'd understand. Anyway, getting back to the main story, um, we watched Sage. The pacing was a little bit hot from the start. I think 29 second, first 200. Yeah. Um, I feel bad for that girl. She was she shitting was, herself. I think she was really nervous. Yeah. With, like, being in charge of... Archie Wilson and fucking... Teams. Yeah, Sage. Yeah. That's those a, are that's two ladies you do not want to disappoint. No. You do not want to disappoint those two whole, Did you see she didn't cut in? Really? She ran the oh, whole yeah, 200 yeah, yeah. in lane six and then just never comes back into camera shot. <laughs> Dude, why would you... Like, she was stressed that's so out. much pressure. She's a high schooler, right? Yeah, she looks so young. I don't, I, if you're pacing an American record attempt, it's nice to give a high school an opportunity, but you should give it to someone that's a bit more experienced. Yeah. Because they should have just done you, it. Yeah. She was in yeah. there anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Because like, the, the, the inexperience is what hurts paces. And I feel like as a high schooler, like you don't, I don't think you have many experiences pacing R.G. No. Wilson and Sage Herder. You always want to be thank. You always are very thankful to your pacemaker, but 100%. sometimes it's just like, yeah, you got to start that. Like imagine being that young and getting asked to pace like, American I'd be shitting myself. One of your like freaking hero. Yeah, imagine if we like we're like, oh yeah, Matt Sanchewitz wants to run the American record in the mile. Can you pace him for a K? Back when we were like four or five miles. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> fuck, I don't even know if I can get to like a foot like in front of him. Like it's just it's stressful. So yeah, definitely feel for it. But Sage ran, you know, from the front, she went for it, go yeah. for it, and then RG just played it conservative and then came through in the last two hundred meters together. And they missed the record by like a second or two. Yep. Right. I think I pretty close. I think the record was 234. Yeah. yeah. So but, um, I think Sage was disappointed, but I think like 
she's still extremely fit and she's looking forward to Milrose, which is going to be a big one for her. So, mm-hmm. And then the other big race was obviously the mile, which coming off Alicia's 426-1600 time trial here, I think she was very ready to go for that. And then it was Cinta's first race uh, as a pro, I guess, under Dathan, mm-hmm. being after being coached. I guess technically she raced at the end of last season, but like actually in Europe, yeah, being coached by him. So she was like pretty excited to get after it. And then I think that one kind of, I mean, for Alicia, I didn't watch it. I looked at the splits. She just like went to the front and just. I think the pace also only some for some reason made it four hundred meters. Well, I I looked at the the splits were not that pretty like in terms of this time it wasn't going too quick like it was like they went really slow from like either 200 to 600 or 400 to 800 or something like they were only like 34 35 ended up passing i think yeah. she went out really hard tried to slow down the commentator and then always she passed the pacer yeah and then just lead, lead the rest yeah so, so not not a pretty not another smart. america american ncaa i have to say american ncaa ncaa record was broken by caitlin uh tui yeah mm. uh 24 she was just behind Alicia, right? Was it 24, 26? I think it was 424. Yeah. 4.24. I think the record was 26. Because they were all Jenny right Simpson. behind Alicia. Yeah. The three of them. I think yeah. Jenny Simpson had that record, right? Our sister yeah. smack and check it. Yeah. But I think, I think yeah. So she ran well, that, Alicia, which was amazing. Yeah. Alicia won in 4.23. Yep. And then Cinta was fourth in 28. 28. Which is a solid first race for her as well. Italian record. Italian take record. It. Might as well take it. Yeah. Far out. Not too bad. Not too shabby. And... Yeah, I mean, that was kind of it for that meet from us. Yeah, uh, Alicia Pace, the 3K. How um, do you feel about... Uh, here we go. Holt, the bolt. Still getting... Can you explain this to me? Still getting the auto so this without is, winning. Why did he get it? Because he beat everyone but that Drew. wasn't race, wasn't already in... the like Because Drew was already in the field, he was the top finisher that wasn't in the field. Oh. So I think Ray told him before the race, like, if you beat... Everyone but Drew. Everyone but Drew. Or beat Drew. You get it. I'll put you in it. Mm. It kind of takes a bit away a bit from the mystique of so yeah, first is, place gets is, to go. This is the thing. Always very encouraging and very excited to see Eric get an opportunity to run up. Want to make a mile. Um, I saw his interview after the race and said that like when he was a kid, he used to watch Want to Make a Mile and like watch the guy and like how, how much it meant to him. Like that type of race to be able to race it himself is you know a unique privilege and something he's looked up to doing. However, you have a wild card and you have a system in place. Maybe don't put put it in that way. Like I, it just yeah, I think you're right. It loses the purpose of it because if you win that race, you get the card. If you don't, you don't get it. Right. I'm yeah. happy that he's running the mile. I am happy. Yeah, too. you could still just put him in it, or you just. <laughs> You just don't let Drew run. Yeah. <laughs> you, you're only allowed you to run this Drew race <laughs> if you are not already... But this is the thing. Game. If it wasn't Eric and it was somebody else that got second, would they also get the spot? Probably sure. not. Well, see, that would be messed up then. If, see, like, if there's a bit of like... But the thing is we would never not. know because if Eric got yeah, third, for know. example, we wouldn't know what they, were, what they said to him. Who did come third? I'm not Who sure. Who was also like in the running? I'm not sure. There was only like three guys with Drew. But I mean, at the end of the day, I guess like what you're looking at is Eric Holt is just like getting himself into that race. If you think yeah. about it, because and, and he deserves to be in that race. He, yeah, he does. I, I agree with George in the sense that if you have that opportunity of a wild card, maybe don't put Drew. I mean, obviously, Drew, if Drew wants to run that race, he has the right to run that race. But maybe try and convince Drew not to run that race so that you have <laughs> well, maybe get Drew to run like a mile in Boston or something like maybe do something else, because if you can get 
all those people in that field who aren't confirmed for, for the Wanamaker Mile, it gives it more excitement because you I see know, what you're saying. Yeah, if someone's already in the race, get that spot, yeah. and that person's going to be extremely excited. It makes it less exciting. If yeah. you say that there's a spot up for grabs and Drew's already, you know, probably the favorite for this race, already has a spot, it kind of loses that excitement. Yeah. So I'm not dissing for Drew to go into that race and say you can't do that race. Yeah. I'm just saying the way you put a wild card in is that everybody in that race doesn't have a spot for that race, and whoever gets that number one win gets the spot for Wanamaker like, that to me is like a cool way to do it but I'm very excited for Eric to be at the Wanamaker mile I think it'll be cool for him yeah. well um, deserved well deserved it's going to be a cracker of a race um, Ritz said it's going to be bonkers uh, according no, to Citrus Mag yeah he's just, he just can't get over it Ritz is so excited he's, he's, do you know who I think is really for a week do you know who I think is also really for Mike Smith last weekend <laughs> <laughs> what do you think Kate? Uh no <laughs> Uh, freaking Sonic the Hedgehog Sam Tanner. Oh, after his uh, true three fifty four win in true. New Zealand. New Zealand. He's coming in, back and in he's the gone, rain, and then he's doing it was it. pouring with rain, and he said it was super easy. No, I mean I, I don't doubt it. The dude's a freaking. He said it was super easy. That's that's always Quite a good sign. Super easy. <laughs> <laughs> it's always a good sign when you win a race and run a good time. You say that was super easy. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's I good. He's gonna go fast. That's good for him because I have information that that mile at Wanamaker is going to be at a very very hot pace so he'll jump on the train and have a good time secret information information that people will find I out think eventually Nick Willis's record is uh, oh, uh, yeah. under three I think Nick Rell, Nick. I think Sam Tanner I'd love to see Sam Tanner break Nick Willis's record because I'd love to see Nick tweet about it and say <laughs> well he was wearing the super shoes and I ran this race in the rain in 1976 it's like dude just fucking give him the record say congratulations well done Sam Tanner you've done an amazing job breaking my record love to see your future in the sport that's probably what he was saying he's a pretty gracious guy I don't think uh, he's like how did he get access to the New York track I don't understand <laughs> he's a pretty we'll gracious say, guy that Mason feel like would have looked nice yeah Mason feel <laughs> like would have been amazing in that mile um, but what? no like I'm excited for that want to make a mile um, yeah I mean, in general though I think yeah I think that's it other than that mile Eric Holt getting the water maker spot awesome uh, comparative to meets though just to mention to you boys and Morgan just looking at it from an outside perspective not going to either Boston had a lot of hype but it, even New York it looked a bit quiet from what I saw in the film, really quiet. Everyone's waiting for Milrose. Do you but reckon that's my... the thing? Is that Milrose is like the because Boston? I feel like even every like you have um, Valentine, you have the Terrier, and then you have the opener. They always seem packed because obviously it's because they're packed entries. They're yeah, all entries exactly because everyone wants to run. Running. People yeah. want to run fast there, get PBs, right? Dude, there was like heat seventeen of yeah. the three K going. On. People have that nostalgia now with the track saying like I ran fast there. I got to go back and run fast there because that's the track where you can run fast. So Boston has this now history where i feel like it's always going to be so busy and so packed and so exciting so like new the york armory, the new armory is like always, that as well i've never I've, always have that i've never been to the armory and been like wow this place is pretty relaxed yeah yeah it's always so hectic heroes will always have that but i remember running dr sanders when i was in college i remember it being crazy whereas we when the, i looked at it well back then i think it was the armory invite the armory invitational do you remember it used to be that's the one that we used to go to and it was slightly well i guess it is the same thing now but i think some of the years when when we got to go to it there was a bit more of a pro meet attached to it it was quite hot up like i guess there was a pretty good pro meet attached to this one but 
I don't know. I guess maybe it's just different perspectives, but I'm I'm sure it's still pretty exciting. Yeah, I I just I'm, that's the one thing I'm worried about is that is Dr. Sanders getting less and less, you know, reception. Like Milrose is always going to be the Milrose, you know, but like the Boston meets are all just getting you know busier and busier, busier and busier. Speaking of wildcard, I feel like we ignored the fact there was a women's one. Does Whitney Morgan now get? The wild card? I, is she, is she already entered in the mile though? I don't know. She is a well, mile. wouldn't Alicia get it? Yeah, but then surely she turns it down to run the 3K. Does that mean it goes to the next person? I don't think it does necessarily. Oh, we got to read the small fine yeah. print. We Alicia read the now print. has to run the mile. No, she's Maybe we'll find mind. the fine print in it. Maybe they'll get announced in the next few days. Who knows? The fine print is just like, Ray, it's just Ray Ray whatever, Ray, to... whatever Ray Flynn wants to do. Whatever Ray thinks is right. Well, because Okay, so Alicia did say this before the race. Uh, she said she, yeah, what's, no, she said what's the point of a wild card where everyone in this race that wants to run Milrose is already racing Milrose no, well, maybe, maybe maybe her Whitney and Kaylin too, are they all in the 3K I'm sure, I bet they well, are I'm sure they're all racing Milrose already yeah I and think I could, they are like because Cinta's racing like they're all racing like they're all racing it so I don't know maybe in the women's it just didn't make as much sense yeah. to talk about it even I because I bet those three are all in the 3K yeah so well whatever that was uh that was New York. Great job to the ladies out there. Getting the season opened in a very good fashion. Uh, this podcast is already... I think we're a bit past the hour mark, so we'll zoom through just a couple of other things that we want to talk about. The lilac meat, we just wanted to roast them for... <laughs> 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 just we just wanted to talk about how good a meat that no, was. No, no, it was like... For the amount of media around it, just, <laughs> yeah, it's tough. It's tough. So I, I tuned in to watch the Women's 1500 and... The, I mean, the commentary, it was all good, but it's just like, for some reason, I don't know if they had a filter or it's just the color of the track. It was just gray and there's just no one. The stands were all on just one side. And so you could see the stands when the camera was facing, but apart from it, it just looked like the most dead meat ever. And I've been told that that track is just like terrible to run on. Slow, slow track. It's at like a bit of altitude. And it's got like all steel framing or something. So it's just like depressing. Out so there. The, the benefits of not going place. to the lilac meet is points. Just get the points, yeah. And money, right? Because they said they had good prize money. Mm-hmm. And because it's the union. And the union meet. home meet, home which meet. is in Spokane, Washington. Yeah, that checks out. How Spokane. far away is that from Denver? <laughs> from Denver? <laughs> Because Pete joins from Denver, so if it's no, a right, union meet, is based in Portland, though. Okay, so how far Austin, is that from Austin, Portland? Florida, or is it Austin? <laughs> no, I, Raven Rogers is in Austin. I don't know where Donovan. I think Donovan's. So whose home meet is it? Which one it's, of it's, it's, I don't <laughs> fucking know, George. Now I'm confused. Okay, Portland. We're just gonna say Portland's the home, home of, of of Union, right? Still not the same place as Spokane. No. I think it's a different state. But, no, but how far <laughs> away is it? I'm just well, thinking there's a home. It's meet. in a different state. So that means start. Penn realizes our home meet. I'm gonna approximate a six hour drive. Alright. I think <laughs> that means the way that they talked about it saying it was a home meet, um, and if their second home meet is a team, and team was mentioned a lot uh, in the conversations. <laughs> uh, but in general, does that mean Penn is our home meet? Because we have I might on is it five hours thirty six drive. So uh, it's not that far away. Close enough. Philly's probably a little further than that for yeah. us. Yeah. Wait, Penrillies is our homie. What are you guys talking about? Well, that's what I'm saying. Is it our homie? Yes. Okay, so that's our homie. From now on. So their homie is five hours, 30 minutes away. Our homie is probably a lot further away. It's a five 90 hours, minute 30 flight. Minute flight. What's yeah. the difference? Our homie, so they beat us in that for the kind of homie kind of vibe. They're definitely closer than, than our one. Our one's kind of far away. But, um, yeah, the lilac meat, like... We don't have anything intelligent to say about uh, it. I just... just, I, we just some I just some good opinion. performances. Some I just good performances. Opinion. Like, if you... 
if you're saying that like you you know come to this meet it's a great meet it's great with pros like this is like for real racing i think there was one quote real racing it's like that's all well and good and stuff but um it's kind of hard to deter athletes away from boston and new york to go to this meet when the incentives are the track shit and you might get good points and, and money, whereas like I don't think points and well money probably matters to college students, but and points, but I feel like running a fast time is probably trumping them at the moment, don't you guys think? Like if like if you're gonna run a sub thirteen minutes or win five grand and get silver level label points, what are you choosing? Yeah, I'm probably gonna have to go with the sub thirteen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's yeah. that's what people are dealing with, right? So they're probably upset because there's not enough hype around a lot like me. Yeah, I don't think you can. Like, I think we can make a bit of fun of it, but I think still it's like it's a good thing, and I'm sure a lot of people oh, went yeah. and enjoyed it and had a good time spectating. Like some pretty amazing athletes going out there and running very well. We, well there was a there was a one k record broken out there, right? No, was it was in Boston. <laughs> nice try buddy nice try buddy no, that was so in Boston I mean, there's a lot of records nice broken this week I thought there might have been one at the they're all broken at Boston I don't think they all broken at Boston broken yes <laughs> that's crazy I'm pretty sure they're all broken at that's Boston that's crazy bro. Into it. hers was the oh, hers, was, hers was New York, New York yeah. which also is a great track to it is it's a good track it's a very good track so well, I mean I think I think it was I think the me I don't know what the metrics for for success were, but because the thing is, we don't actually know what the experience was for someone that went and watched it in person. Maybe it was an amazing time, and maybe it really inspired some kids and they loved it. So yeah, we can't say that much about yeah. it. No, apart we, from we, just we, like on TV, I was just saying it looked very. It depressing. looked very depressing. On it looked TV. very great. We're just gonna make fun of it because we have that little banter between uh, Union and us. Yeah, you know? I to, I looked over at Yared's phone for a little bit, and he was watching Whole Cocker Tempo at three k. And you couldn't see the neck. I don't. It was just like ten seconds here. Like it wasn't racing. Yeah, it's not. Really he probably racing. was doing a workout or something. I imagine. But yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. It's just. I feel like it. It just sucks. Like you have. Why couldn't they hold it another weekend where you could go? Well, the it thing is, is, you wouldn't go anyway, would you? No, but I'm thinking of other athletes. Okay, imagine. Because yeah. like other athletes are so race. short, though. Indoors are so short. Yeah, that's a good point. Do good we point. need Boston, <clears throat> New York, Lilac, UW, and Arkansas? In one weekend, yeah, that's crazy. imagine that's if there was minutes. only if you condense that. But there's not even that many weekends. Think about it. Like think about when when Europeans is. That's like there's like five weekends until then. It's true. But so you, you want to have all the races right now. Down, you end up with five watered down meets. I mean, how many yeah. weekends? Like if, is if it those till, people couldn't uh, go to. But all these meets, all these meets are just invitationals. They're not like Milrose. Like Milrose yeah, is Milrose, you know. Yeah, yeah. These are all just invitationals for people to get their season going. But I'm sure Lilac is like a, wants to be like Milrose. Like it wants to be a big meet where it's like pros yeah. and it's yeah, very, very selective. I guess every meet I, wants, yeah, know, every meet like, wants to be like Milrose. I know, yeah. except Boston. They but like, how, how can I like become Milrose? Like, what's the best option? It's for not that? going to. It never will be. Yeah, I know. It's well, just like, I don't. Know, I don't. I think I'm trying to think of positives to take out of it. Yeah, meet, you know what I mean? Because like, if if Union lasts for ten to twenty to thirty years, and they still have a lilac meet, then it has a bit of hit heritage, a bit of history yeah. to it. Can it get to that level? I think they're just trying to do something cool, like that's local and just race local, like five and a half hours away. Local. I guess or... they're based in Arizona right now. I think so. <laughs> that's the thing. Like, I guess it's not yeah. even that close because they probably have a lot Should of fans in Portland. Yeah, well, they have in Phoenix, but they probably have a lot of fans in Portland. Yeah, I'm, I mean, it's a really good track. I think. I thought you said so the track was easy. shit. Well, I I don't think it's good for running quick. Is this a good? But I think it's track? like 
I think it's a nice. good facility. Like it's new. Oh, I think it's a new good facility. Like the I mean. Michigan track, the yeah, yeah. University of Michigan <laughs> indoor track. It's work. a nice facility. Like yeah. I don't like running quick there. Oh, that sucked. Yeah, we just had PTSD for Morgan running at the University of Michigan. Um, but yeah, so either, either way, good for the sport. I think it is. Yeah, good for the sport. I think indoors at the end of the day, like I indoors think is fun. Boston and New York are gonna. You're never gonna compare to them when you're talking about indoors. Like it's like East Coast, like. It's what I do electric. want though, and I'm just thinking about it now, DMR, Union, BTC, oh, let's OTC, not get this going OAC. again. Let's not get Indoors, this going. Indoors, we can run it at Lilac, we can run it anywhere. Just set it up. Please the winner, no. the winner gets fifty percent. No, not fifty percent. It's way too much. Ten percent, ten percent of stock in the opposing company. You so know for example, how much ten percent of stock is? Yeah, that's a billion dollars. Yeah, and of, if we beat um, Nike, we get all that money. That's like how much of Nike? That's probably like a hundred billion dollars. Yeah, why would we do that? That's pretty good. Uh, I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> why not? Uh, that's a great so idea. It's not my money. Yeah. <laughs> Next thing you know, yeah, not, like if like if the union guys beat us, then they're like, oh, they get ten percent of on stock. Yeah, that's right. This is why you're in ideas, man. All you come up with the good stuff, the good stuff. Um, so that's the lilac mean, and then. Got to give a shout out to the UW, the University of Washington boys, for having eight guys break four in the same race. I never thought that would happen in my existence. I don't think you know you was head eight sub four ever. It's so ridiculous, and obviously Joe Waskin at the front running three fifty one, which isn't. Yeah, I mean that's fucking quick. Like that's extremely quick for a college <laughs> kid. Yeah, fucking like, crazy. Holy quick. shit! So yeah, just amazing. Well, just to have just um, just think about that. Like you have eight guys on your team that are or breaking four in this literally the same race. Yeah. Would have waxed my ass. That's yeah. for sure. But it's like crazy, crazy what college kids are doing these days. It's pretty awesome to see. I mean, like something like that where you see like the Washington jersey and there's just a shit ton of them running like a stampede from from like it's just like a movie. It's just yeah. crazy. So nah, it's awesome to see. So shout out to them getting that done but yeah i think that's kind of it for today we've we spent a good amount of time talking about all the the boston trip in new york and all that i think um probably a good place to wrap it up there anything else so. what you want to say something no i just i, I i'm starting to feel bad when i what i said about the lilac <laughs> i think you're a little mean to them. It's a bit mean yeah i i I, like, I i feel bad about that i'm sorry they're trying to do their best they are it's trying not to do easy. their best it's but not I, easy. I definitely hope i i just don't I'm a bit annoyed if they're like calling people out for not turning up to their meet. But they didn't like, do that, did they? Mm, I think they kind of were doing that. They all were there. Okay. Well, I don't know. Was, that, it, was it hashtag thing. banter? It, it probably was hashtag banter. I think they were just trying to G up people to yeah. get them to come, you know, to compete. Yeah. But I thought Pete was kind of saying that if you weren't going there, then you didn't care about racing or something. Yeah. Uh, so you just wanted to do time trials along those lines well to be honest Pete might be paraphrasing here well if, if Pete did say that he's actually got a point because he's, yeah. <laughs> it's true everyone was doing a time trial so either way he's done right but it, people have picked the time trial option and we make fun of the time trial option too so hey you can you can do the time trial option and then, and then in two weeks the you go race Milrose yeah, you, know? There you, go. There you, go. you know I think that's a nice balance but right Lilac there. I apologize <laughs> to the Lilac Corporation Union, official Union apology. United Corporation too yeah yeah all right good that we sorted that out yeah uh and with that i, I feel think... a lot better now <laughs> i actually feel better as well very cathartic. absolutely clear yeah my conscience is very 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 zen at the moment i'm feeling good about myself right now well i'm happy that that's where we ended yeah. up today yeah and uh with that i think that's it for episode 71 of the podcast thank you very much everyone for listening we'll see you all next week awesome